podcast on this side of the time slipstream of time and space, the Tardy Tardis, a Doctor Who podcast. What's up, everybody? I am your host, Mark Turcotte, and joining me, as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? Good day to you, my good friend. And uh, I am psyched to talk about some some Dalek. Ooh. Is it Dalek or Dalek? I think it's Dalek. It's it's either, yeah, I say Dalek. Like I say Dalek. Eh. Dalek, and the Dalek. thing that it's I love Dalek. about it is like, and once again, not knowing anything about this show, uh, my whole maybe uh, mindset of the Dalek is what you told me and that they just say exterminate. So the fact that it, he actually talks like some more like lines yeah. was like awesome to me. Like I, yep. I really enjoyed the fact that it, he has a language and he can speak more than one word. Dude, I'll, I will tell you this. This episode shocked me uh, just as, as yeah. how deep. The Dalek actually goes because I just thought this thing was going to be a mess just saying exterminate trying to take Rose and the doctor out the whole episode but it gets deep man this episode is mm. pretty good this this is a good episode this week so thank you everybody here for tuning into the show making us a part of your week uh, don't forget you can follow us on the Twitter machine at the what, what are we on the Twitter uh, I don't even have that in front of me because we don't even use the Twitter that on much. the I Twitter I don't know what we're on it's, I don't, uh, I don't well, we're on Instagram we're Tardy Tardis right on that Tardy Tardis yeah Tardy Tardis and, uh, podcast Tardy Tardis podcast and you can yep. email us the Tardy Tardis podcast at gmail.com all those you can actually find in the show notes or if you're listening to the podcast on your podcast service of choice you can find it in the show notes and uh, if you're new to the show welcome to the show thank you for tuning in here we are two guys who have never watched doctor who trying to trudge through this just what now honestly i think is an incredible show i can't believe we have not been watching this all along chris why have we not Uh, been watching this show well i like i said for me it just seemed like too massive like it was coming into the game way too late and i didn't i'm like if i if i start it you know it'll take me forever to finish it and this was the only way I would have watched this show Yep, because it would have taken me forever and this will take us forever. It's going to take us well, forever. Well, it'll take like three years or so, which I'm fine with because this is fun doing it in this it, way. This way, yep. Um, and like I said, I think we're going to end up becoming like experts on this because we're breaking it down every week and just kind of right. piecing everything through and watching it piecemeal like this. I think <laughs> right. it's great. It's a great way to I, do it. I'm, 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 uh, I'm interested to get to kind of the end of the episode see if we agree upon so if we have the same mindset on something, okay all right we'll get there we'll we'll wait okay. until we get there well let's I, talk about the episode i know that general. you would be thinking of you have to be thinking of this and if i'm thinking okay of it, you have to be thinking of it. so we'll get there let's talk about just the episode in general kind of general thoughts like we've started doing here over the last few episodes um mm-hmm. what do you think just of this episode kind of in, in now we're in episode six yep so we're, we're we're kind of in the middle of the season now we're getting getting a good run here what right. are you thinking this episode I keep saying it every episode. Oh, there he goes. I think this is the greatest episode so far. <laughs> it's, we got to hit a dip at some point. I, there, so far, there's not. There was a dip from part one of the World War Three. The crazy guys. Uh, and then when part two came, I'm like, wow, that was great. So those combined was the greatest episode to that point. This, dude, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> This is going to be tough to top. I say it right now, and then I haven't watched the next episode yet. But this episode right here was, dude, this had really like Feels. some really good suspense, really good drama, <laughs> uh, like awesome sci-fi. I'm just laughing because Great, like... Greatest episode so far, I'm telling you. <laughs> for me, this episode, in terms of, I think, just the emotion that I felt, 
definitely this is the best episode but i like this this episode wasn't as wacky i think is the right way to put it and like for me right. there, i i almost have two levels of who episodes now i mean we're only six episodes in but i have the best episodes because they're just wacky in terms of like overly sci-fi this right. one kind of starts there but then man by the end of this episode and, and you see the dalek when you see it open up and you see him the creature inside it, it just wow like this yeah, this man, episode gets deep like this, very this, deep it's the first you're right you, you're absolutely right it's the first episode where like the the way the doctor reacts is like you can tell like shit went down. Yes, the you know history. What I mean? yep. he, he's very like he's in the beginning. He's terrified. Yep. To see this thing, and um, as as like the episode goes on, and whenever he inter- interacts with the Dalek, it's he he's like he's really like he's pissed. He's angry. He's like he's afraid. He's. I thought this was his best mm-hmm. acting. Episode Chris Freckleson did the best. Yeah. Yep, this was definitely yeah. his best episode for sure. Which, it, I mean, he is the best doctor that oh, there's going to be. So <laughs> for for season one, <laughs> uh, but let's kick it off here. So the episode starts. They they end up in this. Um, what we find out is a museum uh, of alien just artifacts and things that are basically falling to earth. We, we find out that this uh, gentleman, what's his name? Van Staten, Henry Van Staten yeah. is collecting all these alien artifacts that fall to earth. And we also find out that anybody who finds these, he kind of zaps their mind. So they forget about it. So it's kind of like a uh, men in black type situation that he has going on, but we, he's really just collecting them. Uh, at first we think just more for a hobby, but as it gets going on, we realize he's actually collecting it to basically use that technology, right? He's the guy that that owns the internet, is what he says. Yeah. At one point. So basically, he's in. like Al Gore. Well, Al Gore created it, and I think he <laughs> bought it off of Al Gore. Yes, he did. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he he's. He, it's tough to like know if he's like a villain or not because well, I think he would be because he he has created like uh, what's he say they, they found like a cure for the common cold. Yep based on artifacts but he's like privatized that he hasn't like released it to the masses so right. yep. i guess you can consider him a villain so yeah. he is yeah i mean he's just basically profiting off uh, all these other things that can right. clearly help people but he right. just wants to profit off them. like who's that guy right now that's that's selling like that one drug i forget what his oh, name is the, you know the idiot yeah the, that, the, everybody knows who we're talking snarky about snarky guy basically yeah, that's that's van staten yeah. here um, right. but we find out this is in 2012 so Technically, this episode, when it aired, was in the future. Mm-hmm. Now By watching it, it's not. Now, you know, again, it's not the far, far future from 2005 when this aired, but um, it technically was in the future. But I would be interested to know if you were an original Doctor Who fan and watched the original series and in this museum, like the, the thing I'm looking at right now, the Doctor's looking at this weird, like, metallic helmet with hoses coming off of it. Right. Was this in the old seasons? And and you hear him say something like the stuff of nightmares are in this exhibit, and then he says, "I'm getting old." Hmm. So well, and not only that, like that specific thing that you're looking at, he says it's an old friend of mine. He goes, "Well, he was actually an enemy." So you're right. Like, is that um, something from the past? Are we going to? I mean, have to assume we're going to visit whatever race this thing is, right? In the future but i almost wonder but, if the old doctor who series like if you were an old who fan and you would see some of these things that you would just look at that and be like oh yeah that's this? the you know whatever the koala from season two <laughs> <Trees>. <laughs> back in 1968 
It's trees. <laughs> the trees, yes. <laughs> the trees. Uh, but we do find out this is kind of a, well, it appears to be somewhat of a setup that, that the doctor's here. But he says they're coming here because there's a signal being sent uh, out to the time machine and the time or the TARDIS. And the TARDIS took a uh, detour when it mm-hmm. heard this. Uh, now, the interesting thing is once this army bombards them, they said that it's Bad Wolf number one descending. So here again, we the get Bad Wolf. Bad Wolf and we still don't know anything about Bad Wolf. Even at the end of this episode, I thought when I saw this, I was like, okay, here we go. We're going to get some explanation in this episode. Nothing. Do you think we ever will? Do you think that's just like a running theme a for thing? something? It's just a thing. I don't know. Because I, I like, there's no connection whatsoever that I can that I can see. And maybe there's not supposed to be right now. And I don't know. I'm not, I'm just kind of feeling like it's one of those things like, uh, you know, like star Wars. What's, what's the thing in star Wars that they always, the line in star Wars that they always put in. I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. yeah. Just something like that. Like there's no connection to it. It's just, just a bad wolf, bad wolf. I don't know. There's gotta be something to it. Cause, cause I, I want to say there's even like titles that we've seen in some of the episode titles that say bad wolf. I don't know. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> I think later in this season too, right? There might be, yeah. That's right. Okay. So let's so we'll hold see. out for that. And it's, that's coming up soon, I think. Yep. Um, let's see. So then uh, all, all these people bring the Doctor and Rose to Van Staten's office, which, by the way, look. I mean, look at that picture on Van Staten's wall. Do you see that? Like, it's a picture of which himself, one? which is just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who is this guy? I recognize him. Is he? He's an actor, mm-hmm. right? You know who he is? I don't know. He Corey Johnson is his name. Let me see. He's been in. Uh, he was in Band of Brothers. He was in Kick Ass, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Maybe that's why I recognize him from Saving Private Ryan. Maybe Kingsman. Saving Private Ryan. What's it? What was the character in Saving Private Ryan? You got in front of you? Uh, I don't know if it says. No, it just brings you to the movie. It just this <laughs> is on uh, Amazon. It just says that. It says uh, he was also known for his work on Captain Phillips, Jackie, and the Bourne Ultimatum. Wow. So he's he's been I recognize him like when I saw him I was like oh, I recognize that guy but uh, I don't know yeah but the the painting is very like like very like Steve that's like Stephen Colbert would do something like that. he, <laughs> he did would, do something yeah. like that actually he put a painting of himself yeah. but um it's awesome yeah he's very narcissistic man I love the uh, the scene too this is when he has a little artifact for the instrument right and like you know he just kind of handles it and the doctor picks it up and he just slowly like rubs Caresses it a little it. bit yeah. But how, but the, and then his, uh, the guy, the, the kid that bought him this thing is, I want to say it's Andy. Is it Andy? Adam. 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 He's like, I paid $800,000 for this. And when the, so, and then the doctor comes in and he's like, oh, you got to be delicate with this. And he's rubbing it. They, then Van Staten takes it back and just, he slowly rubs it and he gets it to work. And then he just tosses he it. He throws aside. it. Yeah. Love to have that much money where I could just. <laughs> Throw away 800 grand. Throw away, right? Just like that. Yeah. Not that he yeah. broke the thing, but it means it's of no importance to him. Yeah. And I love, too, the whole time he's doing that, the doctor just has that big, goofy smile on his the face. Smile. But the yep. minute he throws that, then he's pissed. He gets and then serious. they start going back and forth. And I love Rose's line. She's like, You can smell the <laughs> testosterone or testosterone in this room. But that's then, the best thing about the doctor, though, is like, and he says it. Like, I can't remember the exact line, but he's like, You know, I know that I'm good. I know. I know what I know, and I know that I'm good at this stuff. Yep. And his confidence like never wavers in in any nope. episode so far, whether they're on Earth or whether maybe at the the end of the end of the Earth when it did a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he's always very like sure of himself. Because he's could, and he should and be rightfully so because he can back it all up. He can Absolutely. back and any confidence that he has or anything he says he's confident about, 
he is like he genuinely is and will follow through on what he's saying and dude and, and as a viewer you have confidence in him yeah yeah you know what i mean like you don't yep. feel like rose is in any danger and then she does get in danger towards the end of this mm-hmm. episode and you're like holy holy shit like he really messed something up here like that shouldn't have but happened see, that's the thing though did like and we can talk about it when we get to it but like did he mess it up or just he knows he, the confidence he, of this is what I need to do. Like, unfortunately, as much as I love Rose, this is just the decision that needs to be made gotta to, do it. for the greater good. I got to right. do this. Right. And he has because, the confidence to do it. And he said that so many times, like, you know, you like Earth Earthlings are just pretty much like peons and, and you, you people don't know what else is out there and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, but I just watching him, you're always on his side and you always have a, a feeling of like he's going to come out on top because he's seen it all and he's done it all. So even with this Van Staten guy who before this scene had some guys like mind erased and sent to a city with the letter M (laughs) because he could, when the doctor finally meets him, you're like Van Staten's met his match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you really feel good about like the doctor's chances in any scenario that he's been in so far, So which is why I like the guy. That's what I love, too, that, you know, Van Satin really knows nothing about the doctor, too. You know, I, at right. first watching this, I thought, OK, well, he knows who he is. He really doesn't until, uh, you know, obviously later on when he starts going to he still doesn't know who he is. But then he starts realizing, like, wait a minute, this guy is on a higher level than me, basically. And, you know, he, he's mm-hmm. not on my level at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. So then we get the doctor going into the room, which I love, by the way, Van Staten calls the Dalek the Metaltron. That's Metaltron. The name he, he decides to call him uh, the Metaltron. And because uh, they've been trying to find a way to basically get the Dalek to talk, but it won't talk. Uh, but but see, and then this is what kind of had me wondering if he knew who the doctor was, because it's like he puts him in there with it and shuts the door. But like in the end, he still didn't know who he was. All he knows is this is just somebody who showed up, what, 22 floors down or 42 flo- or 40 floors down in their yeah. base. So he knows right. there's something going on with this guy that's tied to the Dalek. Um, but it's then. Possible. You know, we get our first view. So uh, I think just as a, I don't know, uh, just the the look, the aesthetic of the Dalek. What do you think overall of it, man? Like, I, <laughs> well, I've had looks of it before because of you know right. of what you said. But even 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 seeing it for the first time, like within an episode, um, and it's chained up, so I haven't seen it move yet. And right at this point i i always feel like and and coupled with the the reaction of the doctor you're like man like what power does this thing have because i just feel like i could maybe run <laughs> behind it <laughs> and it would take like 10 minutes for it to turn just around keep, yeah just keep running with it yeah uh it doesn't seem that nimble so i don't know like i i don't know what it but it has more powers than that i feel like mm-hmm. you know just um before he he goes in the guy tells him he wanted to put gloves on because the last guy who touched it, like, burst into flames. Blew up, yeah. So there's got to be more to it. Just it's you know lightsaber looking thing that sticks out of it. Um, but I don't know. It it, it I don't know. I mean, it doesn't really have like this imposing look. Like it's this massive threat. But I think just that's how the doctor sells his fear of it. Right. Um, that really makes you say like, okay, maybe that there is something here that. Mm-hmm. And it has, and it's a whole race full of these guys that I don't know if they lived on a planet or what, whatever the case may be. But yeah, I, I mean, we, um, you know, as, as the episode goes on, you kind of learn just kind of a little bit about the Daleks. But you know, in this scene, 
I think, you know, when you first see the Dalek, and again, we've seen it before, but, you know, if this is your first time seeing it here, you know, I almost wonder, like, it, its appearance isn't intimidating at all. Because it, no, it really, you got to think about it. This thing was designed probably in the 60s for the old Doctor Who episodes, you know. And back then when they would, you know, they do the old robot movies at the cinema and that. This was like a crazy alien type thing that they had up on TV. Right. But what sells it is like Eccleston's performance as a doctor. Yeah. Like you said, like he is terrified of this thing. Right. But then the best part, and I, I mean, I wrote down that the doctor is badass. Like once he realizes the Dalek's power is not there, he just gets a big smile and he's like, it's not working. Yeah. It's not working. And then he just gets in this thing's face <laughs> and just starts talking trash. He throws out and, two Fantastics. Yeah. He brings the Fantastic back. Yeah, you're right. He like that, And that's what, that's what does it. You're like, okay, you look at this thing on the surface and it's very unassuming. It's very like, all right, what, this just looks like a big hunk of metal. But like you said, like his reaction makes you feel like, okay, this thing is, is a beast in some sort of way. So what's its capabilities? Yep. Um, and yeah, and, and his, oh man, like I love his performance here. Because Dude, he, he goes just, off, he goes off and he says, you know, you're all destroyed, all of you. 10 million ships on fire, basically, mm. of the Daleks. So 10 million ships and God knows how many Dalek were on each of these ships. All on fire. And you know who made it happen? Him. Me. He made it happen. Ooh. Yep. So what happened there, man? Like, I are we going to see that? Are we going to see this? Don't they bring up the the time war and everything? The, the Dalek brings up the time war, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like well, what? I, I mean, we, we I don't know if we want to really talk about it here because I mean, you know, we're we're kind of well, I I think we need to because okay. to me, like you you start getting the history in this episode here that obviously the Daleks and the Time Lords were fighting. It, to me, this encounter he's talking about, there were ten million ships of the Daleks. I believe they're in my head seems that there must have been some other Time Lords on either on those ships or at least engaged. Mm -hmm. The doctor did something that destroyed the Daleks, but also in the process destroyed, destroyed and killed a ton of the Time Lords. So, so we only have two remaining members. Mm -hmm. We have this Dalek and we have our current Doctor Who. Right. And by the end of this episode, we only have one. Mm -hmm. We have Doctor Who. And Eccleston's performance at the end and where I, where I think this just gets so deep is he just says like, I win, but at what cost? So it's like in the end, this whole massive war was for what? For them to just wipe themselves out. You know, and I think that's what the irony of the Daleks is. We find out the Daleks are basically a race of people who are, I say people, of, of uh, creatures who were bred and raised to literally have no emotion. And their whole goal is, I think he even says it at one point, racial cleansing. So maybe not just humans. It's just any race of, or whatever race of, of uh, aliens are going after. That's their goal. But in the end... Their, that goal and that that purpose of them doing that was also their own downfall. Right. They killed themselves almost by by pursuing that that uh, object of racial cleansing. Now they're gone, you know, mm. because they 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 almost met their match, and their match did the same to not only them but even to their own people. Meaning Doctor Who killing the other Time Lords, and. I don't know, man. This episode was deep. Yeah, as, no. was, as this episode was going on at the end, I was just, I was dumbfounded. And what what sucks is we don't, we haven't seen that history. But the emotion no. and everything that was shown in this episode really showed that. Wow, like that that time war must have been a thing. Like that was a yeah. big, big war. Shit for sure. went down. Yep. And and even for this last remaining Dalek, like the, the, his whole 
purpose is to, you know, take orders yep. and, and just destruct basically. Yep. And he has nobody to take orders from. So yeah. he, I mean, he's broken as it is at this point in the game. Yeah. Um, but he, he basically doesn't know what to do <laughs> because nobody's telling him what to do. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody will tell him what to do because like you said, like the doctor wiped them all out. Yep. So <clears throat> they're all gone. Crazy. Um, and yeah, just a great scene of Eccleston just saying, you know, that everybody died. And, and I think at one point, does he say, does, uh, was it the Dalek calling him a coward? Or somebody's calling yeah, him a coward. Because I don't he, know. He does. Um, because the Dalek asks him, you know, what of the Time Lords? And um, what's he say? He, he kind of says, like, you know, the coward survived. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, actually, but, I wrote but, that down. Is the doctor a coward? Like, but then in the same sense, mm -hmm. I, I want to say I don't think he is because I think that was that situation that they're talking about there is similar to what happens later on in this episode. It was like, he just, you do what you got to do. You, you know, he knows enough that if, if I hit this button and 10 million Dalek ships and all these time Lords go away, that's going to be better for the future of the universe right. or whatever right. it is. And so he probably seems, had one opportunity to yep. kill all these things. And even though his people were mixed in with them however they may be mixed in with them he had to take the shot and he did it mm -hmm. now he's the last remaining doctor yep. or time lord or whatever you want to talk call him oh deep good stuff man yep it was a great great scene so uh doctor's getting ready to take it out and uh what? well and we haven't even mentioned like the, the, the dalek's actually talking to the doctor and <clears throat> and he's not he's basically not they, they, they've been torturing this thing to get him to yeah, talk right yeah yeah has and as soon as the doctor walks in and he knows it's him, he, they start talking because for whatever reason, the doctor shuts down when anybody else comes in, which was kind of cool. Yep. And uh, Van Satin's watching, of course, just to, to see that it's talking. So he comes in trying to get it to talk. Still not going to talk to him either. Won't talk to anybody else but the doctor. Mm -hmm. um, at this point, they take the doctor away because they, they realize something is going on with him. So they take him to another room to do some stuff. But before we get to the doctor, we have a nice little scene with Rose and Adam Man, Rose just pouring it on like she always. We got a little lip biting going on as always. We got. What do you think of this, she, I, dude? She's got to break up with Mickey <laughs> <laughs> because she's she's kind of like get, gets a little lip biting with the doctor. She's passing eyes at Adam, and I, I don't know, man. Just <laughs> now, I, I was almost wondering. Do you think there there's anything here that is? Her actually liking Adam. I mean, at the end, we can talk about whether we think something's going to happen with her and Adam in the mm -hmm. future. But, but do you think, or was it here? It was just like the situation as to where they were, and she just knew, like, I got to get something out of this guy. So she's just putting the moves on just to get some information. Just, to, I don't think, I don't think that at all. No, <laughs> I think, I think uh, her her time traveling is, uh, you know, that's her, her thing. Her, her needs have not been met as she's flying through space, time and space. So. Adam is there. He's a handsome fellow. Yeah, he's uh, British. He's not a wimp like Mickey, so I think she's she's looking for some action. <laughs> and they even and he even says like, you know, are you and the doctor? And she interrupts him. She's like, oh, we're not in anything. And he's like, oh, like that's that's good. Like, oh, come on, man. Funny. We're yeah. She's she's not trying to get anything out of him. Yep. <clears throat> well, she is trying to get something out of him. She's trying to get something. Yeah. More, more than information. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's see. Uh, so we get back to the doctor now. He is being tortured by Van Staten, and we learn that the doctor has two hearts. Love it. I love it too, yeah, man. Pretty cool. 
Crazy. Yep. He's and, and Van Staten wants to uh, somehow profit on that. Try to, <laughs> you know. He's crazy. Yep. Uh, that's where we learn about the uh, um, with the common cold, right? Is that where he said that? The doctor's kind so, of figuring yeah. out what he's doing with all these things, that he's actually taking these things in and profiting uh, off them. Uh, let's see. And, well, and right before that, Rose <clears throat> and Adam, like Adam kind of brings her to like his office, I guess, where all these like leftover parts are. And they patch into watching Van Stan's people torturing the Dalek. Oh, right. Yes. So yep. Rose like says, you know, you're torturing that thing. Get me down there. Get me into that room. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the doctor being tortured. That's right. Okay. And then we go to Rose. Rose with the uh, Dalek, which I, I just, I don't know. <clears throat> to me, her character, well, I guess she's sympathetic to him. So she would, she would definitely go down there and do that. But she starts talking to it, mm-hmm. starts to get somewhat sympathetic with it. And then, uh, unfortunately, puts her hand on it. And, uh, and doesn't burn up in flames, but like you can see her handprint. And instantly, the Dalek is. Uh, what's the language that he uses? He's like, genetic material extrapolated. Extrapolated. <laughs> <laughs> who does his voice? I want to know who the voice actor is. Is it show? Uh, in, it's, uh, yeah, it does. It does. I don't. I don't Nicholas know Briggs and yeah. Barnaby Edwards. It's, oh wait, that's the Dalek operator. Oh, so it's two people. There's, so there was Nicholas we'll get Briggs to that. and the Dalek. Okay. There's there's okay. actually there's actually. <laughs> Three people. Three people. Okay. And we'll, we'll get to that in the wiki one section. One steering and one uh, probably doing the other things. Uh, but then we see the Dalek. Yeah, breaks free. Rose has given it the power that it needed. And uh, we see this thing go crazy against uh, <laughs> who's this poor guy? The guy, it literally sucks his face off. He goes, what are you going to do? Sucker me to death? <laughs> yep, that's exactly it what it's going to do. Yep, just sucks him right in. I love, too, how it it's a plunger, but then it's plunger like when it goes out of the face, it just shapes all yeah, parts of awesome. the face. Plunger um, your face. Yep. And uh, once the doctor finds out it's been gone, he, he says to uh, Van Staten, you got to let me go. Like, if you want to live, <laughs> let me go. And uh, so then the doctor and Van Staten and crew kind of go and they start watching on the security cameras, Rose and the security people down in the cell where the Dalek is. And we get our first view of the Dalek moving <laughs> at an extremely <laughs> slow pace. <laughs> Tell you in a brisk walk and you can get away from this thing, <laughs> which blows my mind because later on Rose and Adam are running from Dude. this thing. Uh, oh, but, we're gonna talk about that scene. All right, definitely all right. when we get there. But the the uh, the doctor, well, Adam is like, well, he'll never get out of this chamber because it's got like a billion codes. And the doctor makes yeah. some comment where it's like, well, the Dalek can compute like one thousand billion codes per second, and then it proceeds to take like ten seconds to open up the. <laughs> you know i wrote Uh, down here this part going back to when she touched the dalek i wrote down is rose the new mickey because she touched it did like a stupid move like why would you touch the dalek like don't touch it i mean she's not i'm just kidding i just i just saw when i was watching that i was like come on rose like really (laughs) she's sympathetic man like she like the she had sympathy for the way this machine was acting and it was just a little Tap on the shoulder, you'll be okay. And then it sucked in her DNA. But it was the best thing for her to do to touch that thing because we get our our ending. I love I and I would love to know the amount of bullets that are shot at this <laughs> thing. At what point do you start to realize, you know what? These bullets aren't gonna do anything. Stop <laughs> shooting at the Dalek. These people well, will not stop. Why are right. why do they continue to shoot at it? Like I I don't get that, man. 
Like not on. only that, like there there's a point where well, we'll get to it. And well, I like, like right here, the scene I'm watching. So it was like it's the first scene the Dalek is, is approaching Rose and Adam and two security people. It's going at them and then it slowly turns. The people continue to shoot it as it's slowly turning. Drop kick the damn thing. Like why <laughs> when you're shooting at it and nothing's happening, tip it over. It's like a turtle. You know, how do you know this thing's not a turtle? It falls over and it can't get up. Like well, I don't get and, it. And and uh at one point later on, like the doctor says, like we have to go like get like as many weapons as we can. And he tells everybody like focus your firepower on like its eye, mm -hmm. like the, the blue eye. Right. And my thought was like, dude, so many bullets have been pumped at this thing. One of them had to have had hit to that. Hit eye. It. Right. <laughs> There's no way it couldn't have. <laughs> this thing is like indestructible. Yep. Yeah. yeah we do. We, we see some awesome footage later of it. Uh, almost like absorbing the bullets kind of like in this crazy yeah. force field. Uh, that it has. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, you can just cow tip this thing and. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cow tip it. It's exactly over. what you need to do. Done. Game over. Now, but, well, <laughs> but then we learn a, bit, a little bit later that it can actually hover. We do see it kind of go right. upstairs because you think, like, all oh, these stairs are taking this thing down. I think they even comment it, like, oh, look at that. You know, this strong creature and the stairs are going to kill it. And nope, right. slowly, slowly goes up. Which, but, which that scene, like, baffled me because the, the woman that's with them, uh, who's kind of like. Continues to fire her gun, by the way. And she just did five minutes earlier with 20 other guys. And what, now all of a sudden by herself, she's going to be able to take this thing out. Come on, woman. Make her run for it. Come on, man. Love it. Uh, but then we see the Dalek basically suck in all the electricity and he gets the, uh, we learned that he even sucked in all of the internet, um, mm. even a bunch of states, right? The power's going down all across uh, these states in that. Um, we get the scene of Rose and Adam running down a hallway with a bunch of SWAT officers. And here comes the Dalek at a brisk pace <laughs> down the hallway. But then we finally get to see its power because now that it's sucked in this electricity, it's fully powered up. Everything is fully uh, operational. And it's represented by this like x-ray beam. It, it shoots this blue beam and then you can see the skeleton of the people. It's almost like an old cartoon like when like Bugs Bunny would like stick his finger in like a uh, outlet. And he'd be like, bzz, bzz, right. and you would yeah, see yeah. like the, uh, the skeleton. So he shoots it. And like um, Wilhelm screams going on all over the place in this episode. <laughs> and then there's the uh, the bullets. The bullets hit the uh, the force field, which I think is very cool. Which, hey, yep. dude, there's some decent special effects in this episode. Absolutely. It's getting better. Yeah. Dalek, very uh, matrixy. Yep. Yep. But uh, just a big fight scene, basically. And then Van Staten starts telling them, like, don't, you know, don't kill it. Don't don't injure it. And then there's silence in the hallway. And it's like, yeah, they're not going to injure it because they're all dead and laying in a pool of, of bull, bullet like casings because they yeah, shot no so many bullets at it. No blood has been shed, by the way. No, no. no. Well, I mean, you know, you get you get x-rays. You're not going to get any blood, right? Real Nothing? No. Not no, even no. caught in the crossfire? There's not a friendly <laughs> See, fire going that's on? It. You think that, that probably would have happened. Or before we saw the force field, like, do you think the force field, I'm trying to think, did bullets come before? Yeah, the, there were bullets, the original bullets that were being shot at it. Yeah. It it wasn't fully powered up, so that force field wasn't there. So if anything, mm -hmm. wouldn't those have ricoch been ricocheting off their Dalek? You would think so. <clears throat> Maybe cause like a little scratch in your forehead you or something? So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. At the bare minimum, a at scratch the minimum, on your forehead. right, yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's see. So they started looking. They're seeing this thing has to go through uh, the weapons testing. And uh, then we see Rose and Adam. This is the scene here. We see it slowly go to the stairs and they start laughing like, ah, yeah. he's not going to be able to get up the stairs. 
Cue the special effects. Yep, (laughs) levitate, and it goes up. And I almost wondered, like, it's chasing them up the stairs. This is a a staircase that goes around in a square. Right. So you probably could look straight up to the very top floor. Why would the Dalek continue to follow the stairs? Why wouldn't it just go in the middle of the stairwell and just go all the way? and then just hover up. I didn't even think about that. You know, and then we see scenes of like Mickey and Rose actually running down a hallway. So maybe they chose to get off. Maybe that's why. Maybe they chose Adam to get Rose. off on floor 51. Adam and Rose. You said Mickey and Rose. Or Adam. Adam. Yeah, Adam. Yeah. Uh, Adam and Rose get off on, on, you know, floor 51 and go down the hallway right. to another staircase. And maybe the Dalek just said, Mom's going to follow them. Exterminate to follow. <laughs> follow to exterminate. I don't know. I don't know. It just we're asking weird. like too many scientific questions for the, we're, we're we're only six episodes in. We can't expect <laughs> miracles six episodes in yet. But and then uh, this is where we see the uh, the Dalek come into a giant warehouse surrounded by soldiers. And yeah, here you had to have some sort of crossfire going on here, right? I yeah. mean, this is a little crazy uh, that nothing happened. But the Dalek, rather than shoot at one of them. He shoots at the um, sprinkler system, and after doing that, puts water all over the place, and then electrocutes one guy that electrocutes right. everybody. Everybody, awesome it, so. move. <clears throat> yeah. But the Dalek before that, the Dalek makes almost like a grand entrance. It just like moseys its way on into this room. This—that's <laughs> 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 that's the thing. It's so ridiculous, but yeah. without having seen. Christopher Christopher Eccleston's performance when it's chained up, you know, you wouldn't you, be terrified. But you exactly. know, this, you you got to be terrified of this thing, you right? Do, There's right. got to be a reason to be terrified. Right. So Crazy. it enters this room and it and it moves its uh, eye thing up and like zooms in on Rose. Yep. So I think that's what it, you know it was following her. I don't think it was really trying to kill right, anything. True. That's Killed right, some he, things in path. Yeah, Rose but, says there's something in that. Like it, it's it's looking at me. Like she yeah. she realizes, wait a minute, there's something inside right. there, or just for whatever reason, there's a reason why it's it's following specifically right. me. Exactly. Um. So let's see. So it kills all the people in the room. And, and it I think because it knows way. that Rose is <clears throat> trying to like you know put out. And the Dalek probably hasn't gotten any in a while either. So, <laughs> right in that blue eye hole. Um. <laughs> the show is great. I love Doctor Who, man. Um, so let's see. So then they're they're trying to figure out the, the security codes, and it goes back to the office with uh, Van Staten, and uh, Doctor's saying, "I can help." Um, and the Dalek, cause they, they're seeing, they know the Rose is down there. They're seeing the Dalek chasing them. And then the Dalek starts saying it wants to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's realizing, or it doesn't say that's when it says I was able to get the biomass extrapolated from Rose. And, uh, <laughs> the doctor realizes like, wait a minute. So this is part that has part of Rose in it. And, right. uh, we have the Dalek saying that it, uh, searching for other Daleks, but it's also basically feeling now right do we know at this point it's starting to feel emotion because it's this thing it, it seems lost and we've never really you know the dalek as far as you know it just goes after and kills anybody or anything that it can find or in this case not having orders it wants to exterminate everyone or at least it, it initially wanted to but once it felt rose and it kind of realized like wait a minute what are these feelings that i'm feeling and, and it kind of realized there may be more to life almost like that's kind of what I was grasping I, from this. Like this yeah, whole episode think, is the Dalek, like under like realizing 
there's more to life than just like, right. exterminating. But I think that happens like a little bit towards the end because like at, at this point when it's talking to the doctor, it says, um, well, the doctor tells the doctor, you're just a soldier without any commands. And that's right. what we were saying. Like there's nobody to command. So then the doc says, then I shall follow the primary order. Right. Which is just, I guess. Exterminate. Rain mayhem on yeah. whatever. And the doctor says, way. what's the point? Right. And um, basically just says, just kill yourself. But it won't that's take right. his orders. Right. Because Rose has touched him. It will only take Rose's orders. Right. See, Great I didn't pick stuff. up on that there, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I won't listen to him telling him to kill himself. Right. But that's that, that's at the end when, you know, Rose kind of gives an order. But right up until now, they kind of have to protect themselves. So they go to the computers and try to, like, lock the uh, what are they, bulkheads down or whatever. They yeah. Are. I think. That's, yeah. So um, but Rose and Adam aren't safe yet. They're still I don't know how that, you know, they're they're only 10 feet in front of this. Dude, dude, like, this this I love. There's. Two, I think three times we see them running down the same hallway, <laughs> coming a- around the same corner. Like I replayed this. I, I had to replay it like two or three times to make sure. But it's the same hallway. Like so the production values on this, they didn't even like bother picking another hallway. It's the same damn hallway. They just run down it. There's there's one right now I'm watching. Come on, he's saying they're running down. And then it shows like the bulkhead door again. And then there they are again, running down the hallway, turning that same corner. It's like ridiculous. Adam does the old uh, Indiana Jones, gets under the door. Yeah. And uh, at this point, we're not sure. Uh, and then we hear Rose saying, yeah, that she was unable to make it. But you didn't – like, did you think she did? Like, because at first, like, there's, like, about a 10-second moment when the door shuts and she's, like, standing there, like, you know, and the door is right there. Oh, yeah, you're thinking maybe she And you're like, a... maybe she got in and he because as soon as the door shuts – the doctor's like, you know, Rose, did you make it? And she's just standing there, like, look with her head down. The door's right yeah. there. You don't know what side of the door she's on. And her 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 response is, sorry, I was a bit slow. And that crushes you, man. That's yeah. just like, oh, man. Like, yep. because the Dalek is uh, slowly approaching. <laughs> Very slow. And uh, I love, you know, she, she basically has a, a sweet moment with the doctor. Says, you know, I'm glad I was mm-hmm. here. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, and then you see doctor saying, like I said, I protect her. She was only here because of me. Um, you know, because what did Van Staten say? What did he say? He did he even say anything to him at that point? Or he, he said to the he doctor? He he just said, I'm like, I'm he sorry. He says, I'm sorry. That's right. Because you hear, you hear the Dalek like, you hear. It says exterminate, and then you hear said, the yeah. thing. Yep. So you you for a little while you think like, I mean, at first you're like, there's no way that she can really die. Yeah. So honestly, cool. I thought she would. I thought maybe that this was like a twist that it would happen, and then he would go back in time. Go back in time, December. exactly. That's that's, that's kind of where I thought was happening too. I thought this was going to be our uh, first kind of maybe scene of something like that happening, right? Because um, at this point, we haven't seen anything like that. Um, but yeah, but I mean, what happens is like the Dalek, well, the, the the monitors come back up, and basically the Dalek has Rose hostage. He, she's literally <laughs> standing like. You know, when a guy is at a bank robbery and there's like a gun to like the, the back of the she's got a plunger. Is basically the a plunger at her, at her back. But the dog makes a, a comment where you're like, oh, he's like, what would you do to save the woman you love? Yeah, I thought, yeah, man. Ooh, yeah. What do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, he he. Uh... You think it's maybe just the Dalek saying that, just because it's it it knows other species have emotions and that's just the thing, and it just is, is seeing that. 
that mm-hmm. possibly that that is who he loves or is it that the dalek because it has been touched by her and it extrapolated her her genetic biomass mm-hmm. that it knows that the love really is there it, it has doesn't necessarily to rose a little bit it doesn't necessarily have to be a like romantic type of love you know what i mean like they can yep. they can love each other like you know like you know platonic it's not anything like sexual or anything like that but um yeah i think he does i think it's it's well known and from what we've seen all the other episodes there's some connection between the two whatever the whatever it might be he's some alien race so i don't think he has like that kind of interest in her um he doesn't have interest in her mom we we know that he had the opportunity (laughs) we know that for sure yeah (laughs) right so um but I thought that was an interesting scene. Yeah, and this this is where the Dalek says you've contaminated me. You've given basically he he's feeling fear, and I mean the Daleks don't feel any emotion up to this point. But but once Rose has touched this one, he, she he's been contaminated. And we find out a little bit later the doctor says you've been mutated, essentially, or you're mutating, and so it's starting to feel emotion. And so right. I think it just number one, it doesn't have orders to take from anyone outside of Rose or like now. And uh, so it doesn't know what to do. And then now suddenly it's feeling all these emotions and, and all that, that it just, it's weird. You know, the Dalek doesn't know uh, kind of its place at this point. So um, mm-hmm. they're able to open the door. Um, it says, you know, what will you do to save the woman you love? And I, I love the doctor saying this. He says, I can't do it again. Basically saying, I can't kill her again. Like mm. I've, I've shut the door on her once before <clears throat> and it kind of was, was fine with, not fine, but he, he was, able to deal with the fact that she that his actions were going to kill her and he can't do it again right and so he opens the door and lets her out which i thought that was a huge yeah. moment man when that happened yeah yeah and the uh, dalek then comes like face to face with uh with vince staten yes and yes. i thought it was gonna take him out but once I, again rose steps in the way yep and, and before that too, that was when we saw the doctor go down and get that crazy gun because Adam's been kind oh, of hoarding yeah, yeah. these guns just in case they were going to break out. But yeah, right. so so the uh, Rose steps in there, doesn't let it kill Van Staten, says, you know, what do you want? And um, you know, the Dalek again doesn't really know what it wants. It's like I I usually just exterminate, but these feelings you're giving me, I I don't know. Um, and then it just says, I want freedom. I just mm. want to be free. So Rose takes it to. <clears throat> to freedom again going down another hallway at a brisk pace slowly and, and the, uh, the dalek shoots the ceiling and some sunlight comes through and i i was honestly shocked that we got to see what it looks like inside yeah I, and i, I didn't it, even realize it really was an alien i mean at this point i think they kind of kind of referenced it a few times kind of throughout the episode to give you that thought um but i didn't think we would see it but this thing opens up and, right. Uh, with again some amazing special effects. Right. And uh, we, we and, and and what crossed your mind when you finally saw this thing? Uh, Come on. Come on. <laughs> Are you not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan? Oh, Crank. Yes, Crank. I did. Well, you know what? Just looking at it again, I, I actually thought like the the tentacles almost look like uh, penis. <laughs> There's so many things on this Dalek that are like phallic like, <laughs> <laughs> including it's like, but it is Krang. You're right. It is Krang. Yeah. It even sounds like him. It extends its penis arm. <laughs> 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 uh, but I love it. Then. I mean, this is a big scene here. I mean, he is ready. The, out of nowhere, the doctor shows up because Rose 
is feeling the sunlight just like the Dalek and realize like, wow, this thing just wants its freedom. It's feeling the sunlight. That's great. I don't know where the doctor comes in, like, get out of the way. I'm going to take you down. And she's like, no, like it, it wants its freedom. And he's like, it's killed all my people. You know, uh, I got to kill it. Or, or what does he say? He said something about pointing the gun at it. And she says, you're, what does she say? Like, you oh. know, it's not the one you're pointing the gun at or something. Meaning like you're pointing the gun at me. Yeah. Which was just yeah. What, uh, he goes, get out of the way. I got here. Get out of the way. I mean, that was like a great line, man. Um, she's like, I won't let you do this, and it's like it's killed hundreds of people. It's killed my home planet, and and it said it's not the one pointing the gun at me though. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah that was like wow. Yeah. And um, so, so then it's where we kind of have the discussion of them kind of realizing like, wait a minute, you know, we're, we're both soldiers. They're all dead. You know, why do we survive? I mean, you even see the doctor says like, why do we survive to the Dalek? And like mm-hmm. Dalek has no answer, man. Like this is it. This is the end of the time war that we've not seen, but clearly there is a lot of history between this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the Dalek is just, he's ready to go. He's, he's here at the end and um, he kills himself he- and Kind of a weird well, he won't do it until Rose like gives the order to. Yep. And I, I think that was kind of like big of her to, to say to go ahead and do it because yep. the entire time she's like the peacemaker. She's like, you know, you don't have to do this, and and you know, it absorbed her, <clears throat> her energy, her DNA, her thoughts, her feelings, and he just or she just says, all right, then, then go ahead and do it, and all those like balls. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this thing is just screams Dalek like balls. sex. Yeah, Dalek um, testicles. They kind of like flow. It's kind of cool how they did it. I'm like, how are they gonna do this? Like, but uh, they kind of like they remove themselves and just surround him and like implodes. Pretty but much. Yeah, basically blew him up. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool. Ah oh, man, um, just interesting. I think you know, yeah, Rose, Rose, like you said, she was the peacemaker up to this point, but then her stepping up. I, I, I almost wonder how much of her telling the Dalek to do it was driven by the doctor. Then even, you know, the fact that he kind of came to the realization, like, yeah, it's just the two of us. This is it. Here we are at the end. And she's kind of like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, you know, clearly the Dalek was more the aggressor, I think in the war that the race was, and she knows just the, the sadness now that the Dalek is feeling that she's like, mm-hmm. put it out of its misery. And he says, order me to die. And she does. And, yeah. Uh, I think that's a big moment for her. I think that's kind of like, uh, maybe it could be going forward her really taking part in all of these adventures that they're doing. True, yeah, at. that's a good point. Yeah, because you know up to this point, it was kind of like the doctor kind of running she's everything. She's just like a, she's right, just she's a, just like a passenger. She's the companion, you know I mean? right? They, isn't that kind of the right, term yeah. we hear that they would just call him the companion? Right. So this now she she, she might, she made a, 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 a executive decision to do that. And, it, you know, it, it's what the doctor wanted in the end. Yep. So, uh, yeah, maybe going forward, this is where she takes more of an active role in all these things. So, mm-hmm. um, but they have a, a third passenger now. Yeah. So we, we get, so first of all, before we get to that, Van Staten gets basically, he's going to oh, get yeah, brain he gets, wiped and he's, he's he gets done. overthrown. So, yeah. Goddard, I think was a girl's name or right. the woman's name. She's going to take care of him. But then, yeah, now we have another passenger on the TARDIS. Yeah. Adam's coming in. What's up with that? Do you think it's like there to stay though? Do you think I don't it's know. only like I don't know. Is this always like a Sith type of thing? There's only only like a rule of two and maybe <laughs> like every once in a while one comes in, but you think he's a, a long term 
character. I don't know, but I think yeah. I think Rose wants him on there though. Rose wants him on the think, TARDIS. And, and uh, <laughs> the doctor even says something like he's I can't remember what he says, but he's like quite a looker or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something and like that. Yeah. She, like, she, yeah. she gives the I didn't notice response, which means you did notice. Yeah, yeah. I love the uh, too the whole time Adam is like, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go, because they're gonna fill the whole place with cement. They keep saying, <laughs> no, which is just hilarious. Like, you, you, they just have that cement. Where on do hand? you have yeah eighty four <laughs> floors or whatever it is of cement to fill this place in? Come on, um, but I love it. They get in the box and he's or in the TARDIS and he's just like, what? What's inside this box? Why are you in there? And then boom, that's where the episode ends. Would um, you never see the inside of the TARDIS of this episode? Not that you have to, no. but. Um, <clears throat> It's first time like the TARDIS really uh, was kind of like second fiddle to everything. Didn't yep. really play much of a role. Uh, and now, then we get our next time on. Dude. I love this. This is like, what do they call it? The fourth, like, not golden age, but something like that for humanity. And it's basically yeah. now we are in the future and seeing yeah. Earth in some sci-fi space. And the best thing about this episode. Who's in it? Simon Pegg is Simon in it. Simon Pegg is in Simon it. Simon Pegg. Right is my man like i love everything that guy does had no clue he was had and i should have known he's big british guy and this right, is a big yep. british show should have known at some point uh he'd make a cameo and then like i said in the the past episode the woman uh, who takes over as prime minister was in Shaun of the dead so there's mm-hmm. the connection yep. uh but when i saw him i almost lost my shit I'm like oh, i can't wait to watch this <laughs> i hope it's a reoccurring character I, yeah. I i don't know but and this one's pretty crazy too i mean you know from what we see which again you know, the next times are always crazy but you yeah. see these humans where their forehead kind of opens up and there's stuff shooting in this yeah. woman's head and there's all these people kind of just laying around or sitting around there i don't know what's going on it almost <laughs> looks like they're all at a hibachi grill with this lady getting stuff blasted into her forehead so. But what's the, they just do random stuff in these next time? <laughs> you episodes, see a body. Man. You see like, like a frozen <laughs> zombie body at the end. Yeah, yeah, which is creepy as hell. But like <clears throat> in the very beginning, they it looks like they're overlooking Earth again, and uh, the Doctor's like Planet Earth at its height, and then it brings you down into that planet, gives you kind of feel like what's going on, and then there's almost like a pop up food truck. And this one dude just goes, crock burger with cheese, crock burger with pajados. <laughs> I want a crock burger. I want to know. I guarantee you there's got to be some Doctor Who like pop-up restaurant that serves crock burgers. Oh, with... I'm sure, yes. And if not, they need to do it. Okay, I'm going to look it up yeah. real quick while you keep talking. All right. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this next episode. It almost looks like they're sitting over the Death Star even at one point too. So yeah. I think uh, the more sci-fi the show goes, I think I think I enjoy the show the most when they go to the future because that's when the show is just so far out there that it's just yeah. it's great. Uh, that's when it's at its no. wackiest, I think. Um, uh, all right, Kronk burgers are a type of food commonly eaten by humans. Kronk burgers were popular for many thousands of years in the various Earth empires. 23rd century burgers were served at the restaurant of the Full Moon Nightclub in New Vegas. All of this stuff, I have no idea what it means. Uh, Fallout New Vegas? I'm just trying to get, like, ingredients. It just says who eats them. I don't I don't care who eats them. This is in, like, the Doctor Who wiki. Gotcha. <clears throat> uh, let's see. What is a crock burger? It does not look too appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I'm sure there is, yeah. And you yeah. almost wonder, like, at that museum. Remember we were talking about there was that, like, museum that had all stuff from the show? If they had, yeah. like, a, 
a little food stand that would sell some crock burgers. That'd Probably, cool. right? And uh, that well, museum has this Dalek in there. Do do they really? The, yeah, yeah, wow. and and like the the beaten down version, like the chained up version. I got to <laughs> so um, put a uh, picture out of the guy at work. Remember, I told you for uh, yeah, I want to see that he now. built one for his son, and it, it just roll. I mean, his son was able to roll down the street. The head spun. He had speakers on it where he could hit a button on his iPad and just would say "exterminate, exterminate." And I had all the little awesome. balls over and everything else. So now that you're an expert in the Daleks, yep. Uh, did his costume like hold up to what? Oh, definitely. You just yeah. saw. Yeah, his yeah. was more round. That was the one thing. It was all just completely round. I'm looking at a picture of the Dalek, and it was a little bit more extended. It looks like right. the, the Daleks kind are, like but I mean, dude, a little still, bit. I mean, the, the guy built this thing with his hands. It was That's pretty freaking crazy. amazing. And it's sitting in his garage right now. I'm, I'm tempted to be like, can I have it now? Can I have it? Just put it like in my, in my office. I have a Dalek yeah. standing in the room. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, what awesome. do you think? Are we going to see the Daleks again? Because I think I was, for some reason, I just thought this was like a reoccurring thing, which I think it I'm was you. in the old show. Is this right. now moving forward? Are we going to see these and it's going to be like, did the Dalek really not kill itself? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing because everything that I've heard about them is like, oh, they're the greatest things. And I can't imagine like everybody has this feeling about them based on just this one that episode. One episode, right? You know what I mean? But so so that that begs the question, like, yeah, like when these things come back. Well, I'm assuming they come back. That's going to be like an epic moment. Well, think about it, dude. We're time traveling. I wasn't even thinking. You just got to go back in time and we're going to get to a time well, where there were tons of doubts, yeah, but, right? But remember, but remember in the, the Charles Dickens episode when they were kind of trapped and she's like, you know, I can't die. I hadn't even been born yet. And he's like, you know, time isn't, I can't remember how he words it, but he's like, it's not like a line or something like that. And yeah, if you true. die, you can die. So yeah. I, for all we know, the dogs are done. But, mm. th- and and this is where we could have a, a another hour just on time <laughs> travel and what it means. <laughs> yeah, We read comic books. Death and you know <laughs> means, means nothing. nothing. True. So, true. True. Um, I think they have to be back, um, just based on you know people's love of these things. Yeah. And I look forward to that. I look forward to that moment where we we see a, a Dalek unsuspecting. Like multiple. I want multiple Daleks. Yeah, I, w- I do. I want to see. You're right. Like that whole a fleet like, of Daleks. Thousand thousands of Daleks. Like a I want to see that. Gaggle of Daleks. I, mean, <laughs> 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 I don't want to say that. <laughs> um. But, like, do they work together? I mean, like, th- this one Dalek can do know. that much damage. But if you chain, like, ten Daleks Are they, like, together, Voltron? They... Where they can, like, just... Oh. And they just become, like, right? a massive Dalek? Yeah, dude. And do they all look like... I mean, this is its battle armor. Do they have different armor like different pieces? colors? Like when, you, when you think... Yeah, like, when you think about, like, orcs. When you see a bunch of orcs going to battle, they're all wearing different pieces. And even though the orc, which in this case, it would be the Krang inside... Or whatever you want to call it, right. that would be inside it. Its battle armor is different. Like, do each of those balls mean something? Like, that was a kill that it had. Like, it killed a Time Lord, shoved its heart in that ball, and stuck it on there. Right. I don't know. Crazy. I think. Yeah, they gotta I come want back. More Daleks. Though. They gotta come back. All right. But the second thing is, like, they're, oh, they're probably not gonna come back this season, though. Don't you think? I mean, no, I, think I don't that's think it. so. No. Nope. So we're gonna wait a while for him. So. Yeah, so we're going to get some some wiki facts in yeah, here. Yeah, tell, tell um, about the episode here. What do we got? So, you know, viewership went up for this episode. Uh, 8.63 million viewers. And they always give you a percentage. So it says 44.89% audience share. Hmm. So does that mean on that time frame? I think so. 
Yeah. Let's just round it up to 50. 50% of what was being watched on TV was this episode. And I'm probably on BBC channels because isn't there like BBC One, right, BBC Two, that, right, BBC right. Three? So it's like <laughs> out of all those, probably. I want to get like some clarification on what that is because that number is like outrageous. Yeah. 8.63 million is, is a good number, but like what does that 45% mean? That's crazy. Mm. Um, so this episode was strategically placed as the sixth episode. Uh, as to not suffer a mid-series dip in ratings. Ah, okay. Pretty smart. I think, you know, yeah. the Daleks were in the old series. I think they must have obviously been popular back then. So I think they knew, let's put the Daleks here somewhere in the middle because that will pique the interest of people, and it worked. You know what I mean? Ratings mm-hmm. went up. Um, the Daleks in this series were designed so that the the eye stalk or the uh, blue penis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the blue rocket. I, I say, and then and how I'm going to finish the sentence is not going to be, well, the blue penis met Billy Pepper's eye level. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, come on, man. No, they, they, they <laughs> deliberately made it so it, it was at her eye yeah. level. We're calling it the blue penis, but it's. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, the blue hole. So let's see. Okay, so we were saying how uh, it was operated by three people. Mm-hmm. One actor was inside the casing to move and rotate the body. The second uh, was moving the head and the blue penis and and the lights by a radio-controlled remote. The third was performing the voice and gesturing to the remote control operator to time the lights with the voice. Huh. Now we would just do this shit like CGI. That's like complicated well, stuff back then, man. You know, like I'm thinking, well, this is like R2D2 level, like, you know, old school R2D2. Like, why? I, I thought for sure that that thing was remote control because it moved the way it moves. Like, you would think if somebody was inside of it, like, it would be a little bit like, jittery. That thing right. was smooth. I mean, that guy was, was, he's a good, he's a smooth walker, that guy. He, uh, yeah, for I think sure. He, I think that's, he grew up being a, he's uh, a moonwalker. Yeah, Michael Jackson Dallas. inside there. It was Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, so Van Staten, the the character was a play on uh, Bill Gates, which okay. I don't. I mean, I get the only part that I could connect to that is the money side of it. Yeah, because he's like a philanthropist. I mean, he's yeah. like giving tons of that money away exactly. and helping exactly. people. Yeah, Weird. Um, but whatever. <clears throat> so let's see. Um, <clears throat> all right, so kind of like some reviews on it which I always love reading these things and how just uh, people like pull these episodes apart. So let's see. Uh, before the broadcast media watchdog organization, uh, they complained about certain elements of the episode, characterizing Van Staten's chaining and invasive scan of the doctor as sadomasochistic uh, as a torture scene. Media Man. watch also, obje- uh, also objected to Van Staten's, Invitation to Adam and Rose to quote canoodle and spoon or whatever you British do. <laughs> as That's inappropriate, right. I wrote that down too. That's funny. Um, as inappropriate sexual language. That person. Whatever. Yeah, come on, man. Um, let's see. When it was released on DVD, British Board of Film Clarifications, BBFC, gave the episode a 12 rating, which I think is like, you know, like their PG 13 type of thing. Mm hmm. Like Peggy 18, uh, because of the scenes where the doctor is seen as in, in the torture scene. I, there was so much about that torture scene, and I'm like, I didn't think anything of it at the I time. I didn't either, man. Yeah. I really didn't. So the BBFC He's shooting stated, with a beam of light. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. Like, like I think Eccleston, that's... man, it's his performance. People yeah, he thought he was. It. He, they thought he was. Yeah, he sold it. <laughs> it was really was good. Game. Yeah. Uh, so they stated, we are concerned about role models for children, children using the sort of tactics that Doctor Who used against the Dalek. Uh, if that was transferred into the playground, it would be something we would want to tackle. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whatever. Um, so the reception to the episode was positive. Episode overnight rating, like I said, forty-six percent of the audience. Uh, let's see the time. The Times stated that the episode was a quote unqualified triumph. <clears throat> Wait till you hear this one quote, man. It's it's epic. Uh, the Guardian commented that uh, Sherman's script bamboozled expectations. Episode was quote uh, should hopefully show 2005 kids what was all, uh, always so wonderful about the iconic Tin Rodders. Is it the Daily Mirror quote? This quote is great. Uh, let me see. I'm getting to it. Yeah. The London Evening Standard found the lack of, of surprise, namely calling the episode Dalek was disappointing. Dude, if we're pulling apart. Well, it says like, it was like the, the only episode. disappointment. So I can see yeah. that. If you, you know, hey, you know, if you want to be surprised, whatever. But but the week prior, Look. you knew it was the Dalek. You could, like, I, I think we heard exterminate on the week yeah, prior. So right. you knew it was coming. <clears throat> so, yeah, the Daily Mirror <laughs> simply stated that. Quote, for 30. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you can do it. I'm going to say this all the time now. For 30. (laughs) He can't even say. You want me to say it? No, no, no. For 30 pant shittingly wonderful minutes, BBC One's new Doctor Who was the best thing on telly ever. 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 Unquote. For 30 oh, pant-shittingly wonderful <laughs> minutes, BBC One's new Doctor Who was the best thing on telly ever. Ever. I love it. Wow. Is, I mean, does that, that say something about, like, British television? Or <laughs> is this person just starting to watch television? Hey, I loved it. I'm with them. For everything that I've seen on yeah. BBC so far, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen on BBC <laughs> it's television. It's the sixth thing we've ever seen on BBC. <laughs> yeah. I didn't um, watch and, uh, Downton Abbey. Did you watch Downton Abbey? My, my I have wife, not, no. My wife loved it. Really, I think I'm. I this is better. Okay, <laughs> <Doctor was> better. <laughs> this oh, is definitely gonna be better. And then uh, it was just up for some awards, which is pretty impressive. Just yep. the specific uh, specific episode episode was up for Hugo Awards. Didn't win anything, but just the fact it was up for it mm-hmm. uh, was a positive. So great episode, man! <laughs> there Again. you have it, man. Awesome, awesome episode. I'm I'm glad we finally got to meet them and uh, see what they're all about. Mm-hmm. And do do they? Do they strike fear in you for if they were to return? Like, no. do you feel like what? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Because you know what? I think the the fear here was they were stuck in a, like a, a hole in the ground, basically, right? In this big thing and they couldn't get out. If you encounter this thing, like if the doctor and Rose encounter this thing in a city, they could catch an Uber get to the TARDIS and get the hell out of there. This thing's not going to catch them. That's like, true. Come on. But now the fear though, is that it, while they were running away, the TARDIS would literally exterminate the whole city they were in. On the way. Cause we hear yeah. them saying that like it'll just destroy whatever whole yeah. city gone. Yeah. Because I think the, the it's real power comes from like, he just downloaded the entire internet Yep. Got in it. a matter of seconds. So it's technology power is what scares you. Not that it, you know, yep. not the weapons that it can kill you with. That's yep. not really going to. But it can't catch you. You can, you can definitely <clears throat> outrun this thing. But I am curious to see, like, if it has, like, a strength in numbers type of thing. Like, if there's more it than might. one Dalek. Yep. Uh, yeah, so. All right. 
Awesome. Uh, let's wrap it up there. Next week we will be or next episode we will be talking about the long game. That is the next episode, and uh, okay. obviously we had the the next on. So this one's looking pretty interesting. We're going to the far future, and this mm-hmm. one. So I'm definitely looking forward to this. Uh, but again, guys, of course, uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, the Tardy Tardis Podcast. You can email us at tardytardispodcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can find links to all of that in the show notes. Whatever service you are listening to the show on, if you could help us, please, please review the show on there because the reviews help move the show up the ranks. And if you have any other Doctor Who watching friends, let them know about the show. We'd love for uh, more people to be tuning in. And uh, if you don't, if you let's say you had some friends who've never watched Doctor Who, but you've always wanted them to have them jump on board with us and start yeah. doing it now. Cause now's the time we're only six episodes in. we're not that far at all. I mean, then you can binge yep. through these six rather quickly for sure. Um, and get them on board and get them listening to the show. So. Absolutely. All right, Chris, anything here you want to wrap it up with at the end or nah, man, let's uh, keep this train moving. I'm yeah, loving it. Keep the TARDIS moving. So, yep. all right, everybody. Well, thank you again, as always here for tuning into the show. However you're tuning in, whether it's through Podbean, through iTunes or your podcast service of choice or through anchor, Thank you so much, and with that, we'll catch you next time. Later. Safe time travel.